0: well i was so blessed with our ukrainian community coming to pray weren't you it was wonderful as you were praying i felt what came into my mind and heart was this that more was achieved by dennis and 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 the others just praying for that nation that's being achieved by the secretary in USA discussing with the people in Russia and we welcome that and we're watching it all on the news but more is achieved by what you just saw them pray than what was what will be achieved in 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 Switzerland or wherever it is that's talking praise God prayer is powerful isn't it amen turn to somebody and say aren't you blessed to be sitting next to me and uh, if you've got a phone or uh, your Bible with you turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1. I'm reading from the New King James Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 8. To everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven a time to be born a time to die a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to gain a time to lose a time to keep a time to throw away a time to tear a time to sew a time to keep silence a time to speak a time to love Time to hate, time of war, and a time of peace. Praise God. They made a song out of that once and I think became number one in the many years ago. There you go. You know, one of the uh, interesting things is I was, uh, and there are people actually in this church older than me, but um, when I was born, Winston Churchill was the prime minister of the country. It was the very last year of being the prime minister. And for my first 11 years, which are the years where your values and your perception of reality is shaped, my first 11 years, Britain was still an empire. And uh, this Liverpool, every, every dock was filled with ships. It was one of the, well, it was certainly the biggest port in the whole of the country, and it was one of the major ports in Europe. Uh, If you wanted to buy anything, at least 60% of the goods were made in Britain. And we'd often look and say, where was it made? And Japan was just starting up making stuff. And um, you know, you buy clothes that were made in Lancashire, Uh, pots that were made in Stoke, um, utensils and steel that was made in Sheffield, and always the service industries was in the London area. And basically, uh, I remember that when I was 11 years of age, watching on the television, the the funeral of Winston Churchill, which wasn't so different from the funeral of uh, Queen Victoria in in 1901. It was um, his casket, and there were various, um, you know, uniformed armies, uh, and there was a terrific thing. And I remember that in 1965... Something came to mind. And as they buried him, they buried the British Empire. And the world, from 65, Britain became a completely different place. Completely different. Its values changed. Its laws changed. Everything changed from about 1965. And then even if you look in your generation, you'll see there are landmark days where the world changes I can think for example uh when I was when we were here when I, we were here about four or five years and um I was off to go to a leaders meeting for City Church and I was just about to get into the car and I had the television on strangely enough in the middle of the afternoon and there I saw two planes fly straight in to these enormous towers in new york that day the world changed and then i remember in 2007 these are even just local things we had the the lehman brothers and the financial systems of the world completely collapsed and the world changed and now we have had two years of this plague I use that word because virus let's make things a bit more biblical it's a plague and it's wiped out millions of people it's brought Nation, national economies to their knees it's it's caused many many churches to collapse not Christ but church systems and so we've we are coming through a time of change and it says in ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 To everything, there's a season. And a purpose, every purpose under heaven. To everything, there's a season. And this isn't just, uh, 2022 isn't just another year. It's a year where this church, this world, your life, this community this nation is going to move in a diff- into a diff- different time scale and it's so important that as we move into a new season we understand some principles that will help us as we enter into this season both in our lives in our church in our nation and the world in which we live you know we're always we ha, we ourselves enter into new seasons it might be that you you know some of my grandchildren for example going to school it might be that it, you you've had a, a baby It might be that you've lost your job and you're needing to know uh, a clear direction of what to happen for the future you might have a new job you might be starting a new course you might be getting married you might have had someone who's bereaved or you've lost somebody you might be starting a career you might be here today looking for a new church And when you move through these seasons, these times, they're not just changes, they're changes of a season which will direct your life and change your life and affect your destiny. And so it's so important that as we enter into a new season, we know how to do that. How many people would like God's favor on the new season? Put your hands up. Father, we pray that you will release favor on us. Keep us, protect us, deliver us, cause us to be fruitful. Give us wisdom and understanding as we reach out into this new season. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, God's got new things for you. Amen. There's new blessings. There's new blessings coming. God's got great plans to shower his love on you, to bless you, to raise you up, to use you, to see amazing things happen. God's got wonderful plans for you, but so is the devil. And he doesn't just steal your money or your life. He's out to steal your destiny. And that's why you need to make him Lord, not just some spare hobby in the background but let him be center stage. Let him be Lord of your life. Put him first. That he's not just a rescue package when things go wrong, but he's the mainstay of your heart and your life and your vision and your calling and your purpose. Christianity doesn't work unless it's total. Amen? Because the devil is a thief and a liar and he's looking around for stupid Christians who he can eat. Just turn to somebody and say, don't let the devil eat you. (laughs) Amen. There's some things that don't change. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever it doesn't matter about 9 11 or financial collapse or covid he will last forever it doesn't matter what empire rises or falls he's the same today as yesterday and forever and you know Is the other thing that doesn't change he loves you just as much as he did as he did yesterday amen his love for you never changes your love might change because you might get a bit of money and think oh i'm not i don't need to be dependent on god anymore your, your vision, your heart might change towards different things, but his heart never changes to you. He loves you. And the other thing that doesn't change is the power of the blood of Christ that can save you and wash away your past and wash away your sin and can redeem you unto God and present you blameless before him in love so that when you stand before him, when you walk to those gates they will of heaven, they will open. Do you know Jesus is your Savior, that he loves you, that he died for you, that he came to live inside of you? Have you asked him to come into your life? For Because whatever season it is, now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Amen. I won't be dwelling on this today because my talk is how to enter into a fresh season. Amen. And to enter into a fresh season. Yeah, I've or oh, these are principles, these everything begins with P today. These are principles as we enter into a fresh season. It's just to make it easy for you. These are four principles: prayer, priorities, planning, and persistence shall we say that together prayer priorities planning and persistence let's say it again prayer priorities planning and persistence so I've got so much I want to say so I'm going straight in here prayer this is why in our church we haven't gone straight into the house groups have I said it right? Is it house groups? Home groups? I'm getting told off because we're using the wrong language. I remember when I was told off for saying home groups, and you said, you've got to say connect groups. If I say connect groups now, I get told off. Gotta to say home groups. There you go. But the reason we haven't started straight away is because as we enter this new season prayer has to be top of the list and uh, i as i say i was doing a tutorial last week on how to pray how to pray but really we uh, kathy will be doing uh, a, a proper prayer meeting this and we need that we need to get to that prayer meeting and for what i hear it is back to house group home groups connect groups the week after okay this is what it says Proverbs 3 6 in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths it says in Psalm 37 verse 5 commit your way to the Lord trust also in him and he will bring it to pass. you see if you don't start here, you can be misdirected. you you set the tone, the direction, the platform for this year so whenever you enter a new season you got to acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. Some of your decisions, some of our plans, some of our ideas will be right, but some of them will be half right and some of them will be up the wall. And, but if we, God is not looking at how intelligent or accurate or qualified we might be he's looking at our hearts and even if you're rubbish at things if you say God I am coming to you first to talk about this year to talk about my job to talk about my this potential relationship to talk about this new venture Lord I'm going to make a few decisions got a few ideas uh, but really before I set them in motion I'm going to ask you about it I'm going to talk to you about it I might be up the wall I might have it bang on the button but Lord I acknowledge you in all my ways and you will make it work amen even if you get that you you're up the wall If you acknowledge him first, he'll direct your steps. He will make it work. He will close doors as well as open them. Already you've got heaven on your side. And you're not just a product of your own brains and your own abilities, but you have a dependent spirit on God which creates a humility and a tone of the way you go about things commit your way to the lord trust in him you know if you face a decision make one god doesn't like people who can't make their mind up and you might think well i might make the wrong decision well look trust in the lord commit your way to the lord lord i've got to make a decision here i'm going to make this one but i'll just let you know that although i'm making this if you show me differently i'll change i'm committing my way to you might not have it right but lord i'm committing my way to you i'm trusting you even if I'm, i haven't got everything covered i'm trusting you and he will bring it to pass amen what do you want to see happen for this year just tell the person next to you what you want to see happen this year oh that's a big question isn't it amen well if you trust the lord it'll happen if you trust the lord it will happen you start with prayer, it will happen, it will come to pass. Amen. I want to see the church double before you know the next phase. We trust the Lord, and prayers the starting point in Jesus is Lord, it will happen. Amen. You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> Amen. Priorities. Prayer. Priorities. Matthew 6:33:34. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. All these things will be added onto you. Seek first His kingdom. Amen. You've got to make God and your priority. Amen. You've got to take priority over your family over your job over your kids over your career and if you make him first in your scale of priorities he'll sort your family out he'll sort your marriage out he'll sort your finances out he will sort your future out because he loves you and he's called you and his plans and purposes are upon you to give you a future and a hope city church has a future and a hope we have a wonderful past but you haven't seen anything what yet you haven't really seen anything near what god has planned for you Do you know why they call city church? Do you know that? Yeah. Let me tell you. Because God wants to take the city. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He'll do it through you, but he might do it through someone else. We'll all hinge on what your priorities are. Planning. Planning. You know, Christians live in the world of aspiration. Which isn't bad because God wants to put aspiration, vision, desire in our hearts. But he doesn't want us to live in the world of aspiration. He wants it to see played out in real terms, in real time. And... Uh, to do that, uh, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are organized. Listen to this Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days so that we may g- gain a heart of wisdom teach us to order our days that i might gain a heart of wisdom ephesians 5 16 and 17 you might know this redeeming the time because the days are evil therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is amen in other words God wants you to get your act together, my act together, and he wants us to approach this year systematically to move into what God has called us to go for. Amen? So we, we're not just dreamers. We are inheritors. That's the problem, you see. People live in the world of theory ideals and dreams but God wants to see the kingdom of heaven come on earth more particularly in your life he wants to invade your life with heaven he wants to invade this church with the presence of God he wants us. To, he wants this community to be invaded by the power of the Holy Spirit. He wants Britain to repent and call out to God. He wants Boris Johnson to be born again. And I would think Keir Starmer as well. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? You know. If, you know, just as Dennis was praying, Preston Putin came under conviction of sin and was born again and an angel walked through the door and said, you're not going to do that and if you don't sort things out, I'm going to take your life tomorrow. Can it happen? And he was born again? Let me tell you this we we've been we've been here before with russia let me tell you 1960 where you had the cuba missile crisis i was watching it on the telly as the russian ships are heading towards cuba and the americans are starting to pop out their nuclear weapons And my dad, who was a complete optimist, said we might not be here next week, son. (laughs) But what no one ever tells you is Khrushchev got born again. When he got back to whatever it was, the Politburo, he got demoted. Hallelujah. Anyway, teach us to number our days, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. I'll just read this, because the kids have come in now. um, No, I'll miss this out. I was going to give you 10 tips on how to maximize your time but we'll do that another one okay miss that out let's go for the fourth one persistence look you this year god's gonna speak god's gonna move if you put him first he will bring it to pass but you will hit bumps in the road and we will have setbacks how many people know what setbacks are Amen. Those setbacks will become stepping stones. Those obstacles. But what you must understand is we don't only need prayer, priorities, and planning. We need persistence. Because persistence, God causes things to delay and not quite work out or holds things back a bit because he doesn't just want to bless our life. He wants to change our character. And there's certain things that will create patience, endurance, character, Christ-likeness, and we need to understand for this next year, when we hit... Problems. We have to have persistence. Listen to this. This is uh, Philippians 3 verse 13. I could have quoted Je- um, Hebrews 1 uh, chapter, ver- Hebrews 11 chapter, one, uh, verse 1 and 2. But I'll read this one: Philippians 3:13. Forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward. Are you reaching forward? We are at a point where we're entering a new season and we're called to reach forward. You can't reach forward while you're looking back at the past. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm going forward. I'm moving on. I'm reaching forward. I'm entering a new season. I'm acknowledging you in all my ways. I'm committing my way to you. I'm seeking your kingdom first. Our Lord, teach me to number my days. Teach me to redeem the time. Keep my eyes on Jesus, not how the thing is playing out. When the finances are I'm struggling, keep my eyes on Jesus. When the attendance in the church waves and whines, keep my eyes on Jesus. When things are not working out at home I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus. Will you touch my eyes to see you? You see you've got to the way to go forward is keep seeing the face of Jesus. And that's why you need to come to church. You need to put put into your calendar and into your lifestyle. Uh, events times people things would that brings you closer to god Yes, i love the worship in this church but that's because that's because it helps me to look to see jesus amen it's not about executing a plan it's about seeing jesus and you know when things go wrong keep your eyes on jesus step up the prayer step up the worship put songs, Bethel whatever you like that is talking about the glory of the Lord and get into it say God it's not working I'm getting discouraged For I've come to you this morning to love you with all my heart. So that even if you slay me, I'll trust you. I'm going to go down looking at your face. Amen. That's how we enter a new season. But you know, let's pray. Father we commit this year to you as we move forward as we enter a new season have you uh, revealed fresh things for us Lord we put you first in our lives now listen I'm just going to pause here there's things that are first in your life that shouldn't be some of you here now you just repent of it now just what I mean by repent change You're thinking, say, God, I I love doing this. I don't like doing that, but I know you want me to do this. But, Lord, you know what? I'm going to come on your terms. I'm going to say, God, I'm surrendering all to you. I'm surrendering what I want to do because I want you to do what you want to do. Go on, you just do that now. And the Lord will put people in your mind that you need to forgive. You've got to let go of the bitterness and people that have done horrible things or said horrible things to you. You to say, "God, I'm just forgiving them now because I want you to forgive me, and I want you to start on my life in a new way. And I can't enter this new season with baggage from the past." Amen. And then there's some maybe here, maybe one or two. I don't know. You need to accept Jesus as your saviour because you're going nowhere until you do it. So let's get it done. I'm going to pray a prayer for you. I won't be laboring on it, but I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you don't know Jesus, if you're not sure you'll go to heaven, that if you died in a minute's time, you wouldn't be sure whether you're in heaven or hell. If that's you, you need to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I come to you. I ask you to wash away my sin. Come into my life. And bring the risen Lord into my life. I give myself to you today. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, see, see Sue, Paul, De, or James, or Kathy, or somebody you respect, and say, I prayed to receive Jesus today. Praise God. I would just pray for us all that, Lord, we're sorry that we've made wrong decisions. And we're sorry that we have a very limited understanding of what to do. We're sorry that sometimes we're, we're very big-headed and proud, and we think we know better than you. We're sorry, Lord, when we, get, um, when we rely on our own ability, strength, and intelligence. We thank you you've given them to us, but Lord, we don't rely on them anymore. And we ask you and commit this, our future, into your hands. Release your favor and your presence and your power upon us in Jesus' name. Amen.